You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. Welcome in to a Saturday edition of Talk of Champions on this July 29th, 2023. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. I'm right for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, the fleet of on three, and so does Zach Barry, Zach underscore Barry on Twitter. And today was a monumental day because we finally met for the first time in person. And it was magical. The birds they Ex- sang. They exhilarating. Served. Yeah. It was everything and more that you could have expected. All captured on a very awkward video with Zach. Hey, buddy. It was truly incredible. Um, I'm still mentally and physically recovering mm-hmm. from meeting you in person for the first time. And we got to do it at Juice Fest 23. Right. So, yeah. I mean, just the stars aligned literally and figuratively as Ole Miss is playing host to currently um, plenty of talented 24, 25 prospects. Uh, it was a uh, it was a big weekend, you know, maybe not on paper. Maybe it's not a, you know, you haven't cashed in all the chips yet because there hasn't been. There's been two commitments, but, um, you know, not a ton of, you know, banner headlines, um, you know, from the the prospects that people want to see commit or flip, but very successful. Um, staff members, um, personnel, people, everybody in the building is buzzing because of the new building. It was a uh, great success, I would say, and and I didn't even do the Borat voice, but it was a uh, it was a good weekend for Ole Miss. The new building rocks. Both Zach and I walked through it a little bit today, and it, yeah, it's great. <laughs> the improvements I, are great. I told somebody today it's the first time in Ole Miss history that the renderings looked exactly how the actual building looked or the actual yeah. structure. I really like they, they moved the entrance, which I, I'm appreciative yes. of. It's on the other side. It's facing the I guess that's the south end zone. Yeah, that's correct. Zone. And it used to be facing the parking lot. It's just, it's just great. It's great. And you can tell the coaches are fired up for it too. Yeah. We we talked Top. like briefly spoke to guys like Charlie Weiss and uh Kelvin Bolden and Dane St- like a number of coaches and yeah. assistants. Just Austin saying hello, Thomas. Austin Thomas. And one of the, there's two things they say the most. One, this building is awesome. It's a Real difference maker. And two, Aiden Williams is going to be great near one. Those are the two things everybody <laughs> says. Yes. Um, building, new building kick ass. Aiden Williams, absolute stud. I'm telling you, it's everybody like, we talk to, dude. Like and I they told like you. Volunteer it. It's not like you and I go, hey, man, is Aiden Williams good? It's pretty much one of the very first. <laughs> it's like a conversation starter for these coaches and stuff. Oh, it's it's never prompted. No, and it's that's just, not. Y'all want to hear something? A, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not like a podcast bit like no. no i talk to anybody in that building and it's hey have you seen aiden williams lately <laughs> like i look i told you and now in this business nobody remembers when you're right they only no. remember when you're wrong but i'm gonna pull the receipts from february um last february when i saw him at the under armor next camp in georgia and I text you when I was at that camp, and I was like, this kid is different. Like, Did, did I say something snarky? I don't remember what you actually said. Probably snarky, but that's just you. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, he, he he just 
he he was uncoverable. Everything looks effortless. It's I'm not a scout. I don't you know, I've never done that. But I went online, though. uh, Yeah, I've watched enough football. I talked to enough people that actually do scouting and rankings for a living. And everybody says the same thing that, that we've been saying. It's just. Strong hands, great route runner. Um, you know, really physical, even though, you know, if you look at him, he, he he's not skinny, but he's, he's slender. Um, you know, a little, little, uh, who's the, uh, Devontae Smith was the slim reaper. Yeah. Um, he does have Aiden, a bit like that though. He does. Aiden's, Aiden's a little thicker than, than Devontae, but yeah, he's not a physically imposing guy, but he plays physical. Like he's a very physical route runner in space. Hands are like, he's very plucky with the ball. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, at that camp, I was talking to some, some national guys and they were like, we're keeping an eye on him. He's, he, he could be special. And then dominant senior year went to the Under Armour game, showed out there. I mean, roasted, absolutely just embarrassed the number one corner in the country on a double move. And the ball was, was overthrown, but, um, I mean, would have had a walk-in touchdown. I mean, he he did all the things he needed to do to fight for a potential five-star, or fifth-star, I should say. But it doesn't matter now. He's on campus. I think he's going to be an instant impact guy. I've been saying that. You've been saying that. And now it seems like that's what everybody else is that's saying. That's what everybody else at the Manning Center, where it really matters, that's what they're saying. So if you're concerned about wide receiver, apparently Aiden Williams come day one is going to be balling out if he doesn't, it's going to surprise pretty much every single person at the Manning Center. But it wasn't just about Aiden Williams, even though um, hilariously, one of their promotional graphics or pictures for Juice Fest is of Aiden Williams in full uniform holding juice at night in front of a car in Vault Hemingway Stadium. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just because they're already billing Aiden Williams as the guy forever. I don't know. Oh, no, that picture that was from last year. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So, yeah, they had him and, and, and Suntarian there doing juice photo shoot. Suntarian was in the slingshot, and then yeah. Aiden was in front of the um, the Chucky Mullins pedestal, whatever the base of the the bust the when they come out of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I really still love. I mean, I, I didn't. I mean, I think that's been one of the one of the better ads in all of their marketing promotional stuff. The Chucky Mullins bust, but that's neither here nor there. This Juice Fest was very similar to last year's. I mean, the pomp and circumstance and all that kind of stuff. The cars were out, Juice was out, and we were standing on the indoor field looking around at the new um, facility or renovated facility of the Manning Center, obviously. But a lot of really good players were out there, too. What's the biggest takeaway, though? Um, For two guys who were there, I got my idea of what's the biggest takeaway from Juice Fest 2023. What's yours? Well, I think the biggest takeaway just right off the top of the head was Norrell White showed up. Yep. And the more he continues to show up, I think the harder it's going to be for him to stop considering Ole Miss. And we spoke with him on Friday. Look, to his credit, incredibly honest in his in his answers. Um, and he basically said he's trying to figure out how he can make the best decision for him. And and you want to talk about unprompted. We, you know, Aiden Williams love Norrell was just straight up. Nobody asked him anything about NIL and he just came out flat out and said it. And he said, I don't care about money. I want to go where good people are around me and I can compete at wide receiver. I know that 
kind of gone back and forth a little bit about visiting or not visiting and that kind of thing. Has there been how much pressure have you felt kind of whether to visit or not to visit, that kind of stuff? I just feel like, I don't feel like it's pressure. I feel like if I want to go there, I feel like I should. I don't feel like it's like no pressure just to go to any school. What has Arkansas told you about, you know, you visiting this weekend? Just come up there and have a good time because I'm already like locked in with them, so it's nothing like I so need to go up there and do. So you're going up there later this weekend, or yes, sir. okay? So you're staying here overnight, or mm-hmm. okay? And you're going up there tomorrow. Is yes, it? You feel like at the end of that, you'll one way or the other with yeah. everything you were kind That's of what have, I'm trying to have, do. Yeah. How difficult is it to sort of make a final decision when you're looking at you know SEC schools and facilities? And it's all real that difficult. That's why I'm trying to take like every little step now that I made this commitment, I'm trying to make sure it's the right one before I like, go into the season and do anything. What does it kind of come down to in, in your opinion? Is it about people or what? It's about like how I feel at the school because I don't feel like it's nothing about like the money or the playing time because I feel like I can work my way up to any school. It's just about how I feel there, how they make me feel. You, you told me previously that you were only hearing from Arkansas and, and Ole Miss. Is anybody else talking to you? Like, state is, but not as much. Like, they still talk to me, like, a little bit. Okay. Has it almost gotten to the point where it's too late for anybody with those two? I mean, yeah, basically. Don't real correct me if I'm wrong, but Arkansas is recruiting you as a defensive back? A Ole Miss is a, they're as, as, as both? Or yeah, what? it's like, it's like kind of both. Yeah, and Ole Miss like a receiver. Do you have a preference? I'd rather play receiver. I don't have a problem with defense, but like I just rather play receiver. You want a shot at receiver? Yeah. yeah. When I talked to you yesterday morning, you, you sounded like you were kind of upset that it had leaked out that you were going to be here. Uh, but here you are. Yeah. Uh, did you have to explain that to Arkansas or anything? Or? No. Okay. Because I'm going to go up there too, so it's, it's not like too much to talk about. I got gotcha. you. Okay. What? What's been the message from the staff? I know there, it's, it's not just Derek Nix. There are multiple guys recruiting you that are on staff. What's been the message? You, you've been committed to Arkansas for a while now. What, what are they? Is, is it any different, or is it just consistent communication? It's just consistent communication. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, very candid in his responses. Um, he came, arrived on Friday, did the whole, um, you know, all the commits and top targets, got a full tour of the new facility, Saw the new weight room, all the offices, all the, you know, training where, you you know, where you would get your treatment. Um, the new locker room is insane. It's very, very cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest improvement. Well, the weight room is what they needed the most. But as far as like uh, yeah, what they're going to – I mean, the weight room is awesome. But what they're going to really promote and push out on social and stuff like that is going to be that locker room. Yeah. So, Norell showing up was was big because they want him bad. They uh they truly think he could be a day one guy like an Aiden Williams. They they think he's a difference maker. He's a he's an incredibly gifted route runner, and I think short space quickness makes him a problem in the slot. And Lane Kiffin has made a career of creating, you know, finding and creating mismatches that make people lose their mind. And I think Narell White could be that. Um Outside of that, I would say honestly, Joseph Cryer. Front, yeah, Joseph Cryer, impressive in person. Another really good interview. Very, very honest. He's got um, a mohawk 
mullet. Mullet. It is, yeah, it's very, it's very cool. Killer. Absolutely. Um, Looks like an SEC lineman. You know, typically with linemen coming out of high school, that's the hardest um, position to break in. Not saying this is going to happen for him, but he looks like he's ready physically. So most of them don't look ready physically. Like we saw Ethan Fields out there. He's a signee for Ole Miss last year. And you can see why they like him. But he, you, you can also say, all right, yeah, physically he's a couple years away. But Justin Cryer's not. No, and he – um, I think he's got to – I mean, talk about Norrell and his decision. I think Joseph Cryer's got a tough decision to that's coming up because LSU is pushing. And he said all the right things while he was here. Yeah. At the same time, he was honest and said that the LSU offer meant a lot to him. Um, We'll see what happens. I, I, I posted on the board right before we hit the record button. I wouldn't be shocked if he decommitted just – after meeting him in person and I've talked with him several times, he seems like the the kind of guy that would say, if I'm truly thinking about another school, I don't want to be committed to another school because that's not fair. That's not honest. And now I'm putting words in his mouth. That's just my opinion of meeting him and talking to him over the last four or five months and how that's just how I think he's wired. Very nice family too. Yeah, dad's his, his dad dad's looks like mammoth. he could lot. Yeah, his dad looks like he could line up on an NFL line. Yeah, I mean he's um, a monster. But regardless of what happens, whether or not he decommits or not, or if he continues to consider LSU, the Ole Miss love and the Ole Miss connection that he has with family ties with his cousin playing baseball, he raved about the town, the campus, the facilities, the staff, everything. Him and John Garrison are tight. I think it's. It's going to be a knockdown drag out fight to signing day between LSU and Ole Miss. It's one of those two. It's yeah, going to be um, hard to keep him from LSU because Louisiana kids it's, that are wanted by LSU go to LSU. That's just the game. That's what, what it is. Um, I think they have a real shot with keeping him, though. I do, I do too. Um, even if he decommits, I still think Ole Miss has a really good shot. Um, outside of that, speaking of size and, and, Looking the part, dude, the front seven commits for Ole Miss, Cam Beavers, William Eccles, Jeffrey Rush, just in person standing next to them and like having to fully extend my arm to hold my phone up to record an interview with William Eccles. And Jeffrey Rush is looks like he's probably put on about 15 pounds of some good, some good muscle mass. I mean, all three are built like SEC power five defensive linemen. Um, that was extremely impressive. And then Deuce Knight, I think, is another big storyline. 2025, he was probably the best performing and just all-around prospect at that Elite 11 regional that DeMond Williams was at, who at the time was committed to Ole Miss. He was in that top tier. He ran a 4-4 laser, jumped 41 inches, just can spin it with the best of them. Um, I still say that lefties just look better doing everything. And there's something, there's something about watching a left-handed quarterback really, really throw it. And Um, there's no doubt that Ole Miss from talking to people just fired up about him. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, he was getting ushered around uh, on a tour during the camp by like 12 people. So all hands on deck approach there for him. I think it's between Ole Miss, Notre Dame, and Tennessee. 
he was at Notre Dame on Thursday, Marcus Freeman and um, that staff are really, really coming after him hard. I think he appreciates the effort they're putting in. And then he also values the education at Notre Dame and then Tennessee speaks for itself, explosive offense. What, um, what they were able to do a year ago, Josh Heupel is, is very successful at coaching quarterbacks and putting them in position to put up numbers. And then, you know, we'll, we'll see what Joe Milton does this year because Deuce said as much. He said he wanted to see some teams play some games. Um, you know, he mentioned Ole Miss, he mentioned Tennessee, he mentioned Washington, Alabama, Auburn. He wants to see what these offenses look like and, you know, could he potentially see himself in those offenses. But um, I kind of sense some quiet confidence with Ole Miss there. I think they feel like they're in a really good spot. A lot of the buzz has been about Tennessee. Notre Dame is still there. They won't go away. But I think that Ole Miss is in a uh, a really good spot for the 2025 prospect. And he said he's he didn't give a definitive, you know, this is when I'm committing, but I feel like he's going to start narrowing things down and, and trying to decide in the next couple months. And Ole Miss landed a commitment on this Saturday from Malik Willis's little brother and also um, picked up a commitment from the Clemson transfer linebacker. So it's been a productive weekend. T.J. Dudley. So T.J. Dudley commits. Yeah. They tried to sneak him in while we are out there, but yeah. your boy – is very good with putting uh, faces to names on a golf cart, doing a tour. He came back. Um, and I, I just, I was like, I know that face. Who there is that go. guy? And then, you know, you, you know how I know you're a recruiting psychopath. It, yes. That's like, how, oh, yeah, it's, it's right there. It's TJ Dudley. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, there's so, TJ Dudley. Yeah. It's, it was very easy at the camp. I mean, there were over 300 kids there, but you know, a lot of them are 26, 27. So they're, they're younger. But it was very easy while we were out there to be like, oh, yeah, we should go talk to that guy um, because they they look the part. Yeah, some of them is just obvious. So yeah, two I mean, commitments, what's the breakdown of each of them, TJ Dudley and also the Willis kid? So Dudley was a consensus four-star out of high school. Uh, yeah. he, he went to Simon Clemson. Okay, that's enough. Um, Oregon wanted him really, really bad out of high school. Dan Lanning um, – I feel safe saying that Dan Lanning knows a thing or two about defense. He really liked him, um, but he went to Clemson, um, was dismissed, I believe, for a violation of team rules, which who knows? We don't, we don't know the details. It doesn't matter. But um, played in a couple games last year, played in their bowl game against Tennessee, and then he was in line to be in the two deep for sure and fighting for a starting job um, this year for Clemson. So, so um, if he gets a waiver, he's he's starter potential. I think so. Yeah. He's going to definitely be in the 2D. And regardless, no matter what, just think of a linebacker room that has Sunterian Perkins and TJ Dudley in it. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. 
Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. As far as upside goes, those are the best two in that room. And I'm counting Monty Montgomery and Jeremiah Jean Baptiste, who are more proven commodities, but they don't have the upside of those two. So you, you kind of got all your yeah. bases covered. You got a shot to Sistrunk and Jean Baptiste and Montgomery, all of which are Kari, veteran guys. Kari Coleman. Kari Coleman, just solid as shit. And then you I got mean, the yeah. two lottery ticket freaks in Sunterine Perkins and TJ Dudley. Yeah, two uh two legit cornerstone guys for that second level that could uh really help Pete Golding turn things around rather quickly. Um and then Marquise Willis, he was a uh a receiver from Roswell, Georgia, didn't really have any high major offers, opted to go to Coahoma to uh, play in the junior college ranks in Mississippi, which is one of the best in the country. Um, big dude, um, 6'3", 220. Um, they're recruiting him as just a big body receiver that can, again, create mismatches and be a weapon in the red zone. So um, they had in-person evaluations. They uh, He had already... Um, Pretty sure he had already been on a visit, but extended the offer either last week or this week. I cannot remember. I get the dates mixed up, but um, very quickly pushed for a commitment, and um, he pulled the uh, the proverbial trigger on Saturday. So was it um, was it Willis that came over with his teammate this weekend? I knew there was two JUCO teammates coming over. I believe Cedric Beavers was in town. Yeah, Jones, and there, he brought a teammate with him. I think both of those guys are going to be committed. Told Miss, okay. the yes, they, they like Cedric Beavers. Um, Cedric Beavers is definitely one that rings a bell, and I, I've heard that I think his birthday is on Tuesday. And oh, he is he is announcing on August 1st. Yeah, okay, I expect that to be Ole Miss. Yeah, because he's picking between Troy and Ole Miss. So, oh, all, due respect to, all due respect to John <laughs> Sumrall. Um, I think he's oh. going to be an Ole Miss Rebel. But, oh, man, yeah, well, I, I, he is. I mean, that's going to be what happens, but um, <sighs> yeah. Speaking of John Sumrall, to kind of take us completely off track for two seconds here, whenever the Lane Kiffin era at Ole Miss is over, he will be on the short list. 
a hundred percent. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, if we're gonna play this game, I think it's Pete Golding's job to lose. Um, well, that defense has got to be good though. Yeah, yeah, but but Compared. Pete Golding, he operates like a head coach. He really does. Yeah, his uh, talking with Randall Joyner over the weekend, and he was like, "Man, he can coach every position." And he can do it at an elite level. He's not just a linebacker's coach. Like he can coach the defensive linemen. He can coach the corners, the safeties. He can do it all and he can do it at an elite level. Um, and just, I mean, you know, you, you're in that Saban machine. You get wired like that. And well, of course, the first rebuttal to that is well, he should be a head coach already, being the defensive coordinator under Saban at Alabama for three years. He should already have that opportunity. He's still really young. Um, yeah, he is. But yeah, I, I, Summerall would be on that short list. Um, but I yes, that said, kid is going to commit to Ole Miss on August one, and that's before <laughs> I knew he was picking between Ole Miss and Troy because I got that he was going to. All right, so Malik Willis's brother. What's this? What's this kid's name? Marquise Willis. I did. I did not do a very good job preparing for this. It's Saturday. We typically don't record. We're usually doing dad stuff at this. Time. Yeah, we're usually like enjoying life like normal people, but you know we got to keep the Ole Miss conversation going. So here we hey, are on yeah, Saturday. I'm enjoying life right now. This is fun. Well, it, it was fun seeing you for the first time, even though we've been talking forever. Um, and then talking season the, is over. We have met. We have met, and then we saw the new building and everything. Caught up with some coaches, talked to some players. I'll be honest, like. I haven't covered a recruiting event in a long time. And I didn't really recruit like cover it. You did. But uh it was I, I was pretty impressed with it. It was fun. Um mm-hmm. I, I thought Ole Miss handled it well. I thought, you know, operationally it went off without a hitch. It looked cool. It felt like a big event. Now it they did. didn't have they didn't have the list. I'm specifically talking about in state because I'm not like one of those people that's panicking about Ole Miss's recruiting for 2024 in July. I think they're going to be fine come November. But we also thought that in Braxton Myers, they're one of their top signees, goes through spring, and then now is at Purdue. So who even knows with all this stuff anymore? Point being, is like I'm not panicking yeah. right now. Um, but I think it's fair to at least acknowledge that it isn't going crisply, wonderfully in-state. And we went into this weekend saying, man, Cam Franklin's going to Miami and – uh, J.J. Harrell's not coming, and Braylon Burnside's not coming. This is the big end-of-summer recruiting event for Ole Miss. Where are these guys? Norrell softens that blow. Um, I think it's still trending in a good way for Ole Miss with him. But also, it, yeah. you know, having been there and seen it and seen the pr- prospects that they brought in and talked to them and heard from, like, where they are on certain things, I feel better about it. I think they're fine. Yeah, the, no, in-state, yeah, I, the in-state stuff is frustrating, but – you know, I think they're yeah. in a good spot. I think they're but fine. that's just that comes with the territory when Mississippi has two power five programs in it, because then you're fighting over it with you're fighting over prospects with them. But then when you have multiple top one hundred, top one fifty guys, guess what? Alabama is gonna make a call. Georgia right. is going to make a call. Texas A and M is going to pick up the phone. Like that's just how it is. Like it's it's dog eat dog and yeah, you can say, well, LSU always gets done, and Alabama does, and, you know, Florida – well, you know, it's it's a slow burn. Ole Miss is, has their own style, their own strategy. That staff is 
is very methodical with how they do things. And regardless of how it looks on paper, I still think things are trending in the right direction for some notable guys. One that we failed to mention, Ben. Trevor Jackson. Well, two. Yes, Trevor Jackson. Thursday arrival. Got some one-on-one time with the staff and Lane Kiffin. Um, the next four-star quarterback to commit, be committed for a while, then decommit for no reason. <laughs> well, they do have their reasons. I'm just playing. Well, I do feel like Trevor Jackson could happen pretty soon. I do get that vibe. It, 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 it might because it was probably one of those where they're saying, hey, look, if you want to come here, like you can't be afraid of competition. Yeah. And look, I, Austin Simmons was at the camp and I talked with him. And he, man, he was fired up. I mean, he was talking my ear off about Oxford and how the new building's great. And man, he he could not stop talking about the quarterback room. And he was like, man, it's a it's a great opportunity for me to be around so many talented guys. And the competition is going to make me better. And I mean, some some guys love that and thrive in that environment, and some don't. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that the ones that don't aren't good. It's just some people are built different, wired a little differently. Um, but yeah, Austin Simmons, he was, he was an impressive dude. I mean, he's just now turning 18. He's close to 18, but, um, yeah, yeah mean, there's, every, there's some real enthusiasm in that building over there about him. Yes. Um, we talked with, um, with some staffers and some people in the building and, and, and they think that, that he is special. Um, he did say, he did tell me he did go work out with the baseball team, um, the other day. Um, got to hit, got, got to pitch a little. Um, he said, he's still not sure if he's going to be a two way guy or not. Um, but he will be doing baseball. So that is, um, that is something that is important to mention. Uh, the other notable, um, prospect that we have not talked about yet. Keewin Lacey, Nebraska commit made the trip. They had been working diligently to get him in town. It was not able to happen in the spring. He commits to Nebraska, but still showed up. Um, talked with Enrique Davis um, yesterday. He said that that's their number one running back on the board. So they uh, they are excited about him. He's in town for the for the full weekend, I believe. So that is uh, that is another one to keep an eye on. What's he ranked on on three? Let me look it up. Unless you know it off the top of your head, I believe he is a high ranked three star. Um, oh gosh, can you already hear the comments? Well, you know who else was a three-star? Um, he's 454th overall prospect, 38th overall running back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, w- I would definitely keep an ear to the ground on that one because uh, he spoke uh, – I'll have that interview out at some point, um, probably next week, Monday or Tuesday. Um, spoke very highly of Ole Miss and um, – was enjoying his, himself while he was uh, in attendance. So, despite the commitments to Nebraska, I think they're gonna they're gonna plug away on that one until signing day if they can't flip him before then. So, what's the final? All right, this is what you need to know, Ole Miss fan, about Juice Fest twenty twenty three from two guys who were there. Um, I, I think it's definitely the class that they already have. The commits look the part and are actively recruiting and working to add to the class. I think outside of that, the storylines, Deuce Knight, Keelan Lacey, and Narelle White. There you go. 
two commits too. Well, before we go, I would be remiss if we do not mention this because it was not going to be kept a secret long because I don't know how you hide someone that is seven foot two, but John Bowl is in town as well. The yep. uh, seven foot two, 190 pound center. Um, he is an overtime elite prospect. He's the uh, 34th overall prospect in the country. He Probably is a potential town. lottery pick, man. Yeah, absolutely. That is without a doubt. He is in town. He was getting the full official visit treatment with the entire staff. Jamin Brakefield, I think, is is really um, angling for a uh, spot on the staff whenever his basketball career is over because he is – I could see that. He's been everywhere. Whenever they have a prospect in town, he's right there on Chris Beard's hip. Um, they – I mean – Duh! I was gonna say they love this kid. I mean, he's a he's a monster. He's a potential he's a lot sh- of it. Yes. He, yeah. He, I saw this great uh, tweet. It was a video of him, uh, some highlights, and the tweet said he's a points eraser. And I've actually never heard that. Um, I, love, I that. love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, just incredibly long, just a rim protector, but an athlete. He can run, pick and roll game, lob it to him. I mean, he's a monster. Um, so. Georgia Tech currently leads the RPM. Michigan's in the mix. Missouri, Nebraska. Um, but he's on campus. So, yeah, previously he was committed to Florida um, earlier in the year, decommitted, backed out of that. Um, so he's, he's originally from South Sudan. Um, incredibly bright kid. He uh, is fluent in three languages, 4-0 GPA. Um, and he just started playing basketball in 2019. And he, he's uh, already the number 34 <laughs> overall player in the country for his class. So let's say this. He first played basketball in the U.S. at St. Louis Christian Brothers in uh, Missouri. As one does, he, okay. He broke the school record for blocks in his sophomore season. That's great. Then went to Sunrise Christian over in Kansas, played there, um, plays for Moken Elite on the Is he related to Bowl Bowl? I I need to ask. I do not think he is. We got to find that out. I do not believe he is related. Um, okay. But incredibly athletic, you know, as most of those basketball players that are from Africa, they, they have that soccer background because that's huge over there. Um, so he's, you know, good on his feet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he um, he had talked with – Joe Tipton of on three and he kind of described himself. He said, quote, I have a motor that I bring to the court every single day. I talk a lot on the defensive end and I have a jump shot too. So um, yeah, major, major prospect in town for Chris Beard and company. So they're, uh, they're clicking on all cylinders over there. Yeah. I, I actually made my basketball rounds finally this week and uh, well, made a little bit last week too, but there's real concern about Musa Cisse and Brandon Murray, both of their waivers from the NCAA. Real concern that they're not going to get them. I think they're they're feeling okay about yeah, Jamarian Sharp getting eligible with class. Um, he's got to finish mostly, his work, but yeah, they're worried about those waivers. They really are. They've been trying to get what's the kid from Utah Valley, Trey Woodbury. They've been trying to get Trey, Trey Woodbury, the Utah Valley guard, in as well, but he's also a waiver issue, and the NCAA is just. I don't know. They're they're, I guess, it's holding to their guns, sticking to their that, guns with waivers it of all things. Takes this long. Yeah, 
I mean, there's football guys that are still waiting on waivers. It's, it's it's just it's stupid. It's silly. I think it's like the last bastion of power for the NCAA. So they're just wielding oh, they're it as hanging on for dear life. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's real concern that Moose is not getting his and Brandon Murray. I mean, it's the same thing. What's the case? And um, I mean, those are two big, big pieces for next year. I, I think more Murray than Cisse just because of the position he plays, but. It does definitely changes maybe what almost could be next year. Now, Alan Flanagan, I've heard, has been just a monster, an absolute monster so yeah. far. True next level potential wing, and uh, and that's not just because he's Wes's son. He's but I, I mean he's he's legitimately a next level wing, and he's been impressive. So those those are my basketball updates. They're not as as fun necessarily. Well, not necessarily. They're just not not as fun as what Zach kind of touched on, but. Still important, nonetheless, in some of the stuff we learned at Juice Fest 2020-23. Yes. That's it. I mean, we, we kind of covered everything. I, I thought it was more successful. May, I don't know. Maybe we we had the wrong attitudes going in, but I just – I was impressed. I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a good operation, and it, it seems to have been productive for Ole Miss. And uh, maybe we, we were just kind of getting wrapped up in Cam Franklin not being here and Jamonta Waller. They got some studs to campus. They've gotten some commitments. You can't ask for much more. So – all in all, successful week in Juice Fest. You know, it did its yeah. it did it did its job. I'll give you a uh we we did we did highlights, instant reaction, all that. I'll give you uh one to uh one to chew on here as we close out the show. Another big time prospect that arrived that was not on the list and I did not anticipate showing up. Uh he received an offer pretty quickly after he arrived. 2026 quarterback Jared Curtis. He yeah. is a name to know. He we saw is, him um, this morning. He is allegedly a certified dude. I will be seeing him play this fall. He is from Nashville. He plays at Nashville Christian, Alabama, Georgia, AM, Tennessee. Um, he's already got a huge offer sheet. He looks like it. He looks like an all-American kid. <laughs> he looks like an SEC quarterback. He looks like an all-American kid. I, I bet you, I mean. He's the one that helps the old ladies across the street. Yep. I mean, he he's he's got it's salt real he, salt um, the earth, that kid. Having met him puts, once and acted like I know anything about him. He puts his shopping cart into yes. the uh into the sure. holder. He doesn't leave it in the parking lot. Well, I do he that. Put, if you if you don't do that, you're a dick. You're a lazy dick. Well, yeah. Jared Curtis, he probably busses his own table when he goes out to eat. <laughs> like he probably picks up his stuff. Yeah. yeah. How can I help today? Yeah. Um it was good to meet you in person finally. It feels like yes. we can not now actually Likewise. be friends. Yeah, we can actually be friends now. Now yeah, now we can say we're friends. We're not internet friends. God, this job is so weird. It's been talk of champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. You can find full coverage of Juice Fest on the Old Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliate of on three. If you haven't already subscribed, rate review Talk of Champions, this podcast and iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say in the review, as long as it's five stars. We'll be back next week with more recruiting coverage, more team coverage, fall campus starting up, media day for Ole Miss. Just Ole Miss is on Wednesday, so we'll have a full report from that. Zach, I enjoyed it, man. We'll do it again. All right, buddy. Have a good one. 
saving money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Saving money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save